At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is Dante Pettis, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Roster Watch Nation, it's your probably neighborhood trash man here today with the waiver wire cheat sheet for week nine of the NFL season. Uh, this won't be all the players that are on it, but I'm just going to give you like a general overview. Of some of these players, if you want to see who else is on the waiver wire cheat sheet, join us at rosterwatch.com. If you already have a membership, come check it out today on the website. Let's go ahead and get started. First off, I want to go ahead and get started with wide receivers just because of the most recent news um, with Henry Ruggs. And I'm not sure how up-to-date you are on the information out there, but Henry Ruggs is involved in a car accident in Las Vegas um, involving a DUI and someone losing their life because of the accident. Um it's a sad occurrence for that individual, most especially, but also for Henry Ruggs um, and his future, not just in the NFL, but you know, just as a citizen in the U.S. But I wanted to say, you know, um, I just added Hunter Renfro and Brian Ad- Edwards onto the cheat sheet. Hunter Renfro is going to be in the tier around just right under Tajay Sharp um, of Atlanta. Tajay Sharp, as you may have heard, will, I guess, be the number one receiver in Atlanta, at least in name, for the time being, while Calvin Ridley is dealing with some mental health issues. So I have Hunter Renfro right behind him, and then Brian Edwards a few steps lower than that. Also, wide receivers at the top ever, Rashad Bateman, I mean, He's still getting consistent targets. Um, Sammy Watkins isn't back. He might be back this week, but even so, I think Rashad Bateman is arguably the most versatile receiver 
on that team and needs to be owned, as does Devontae Parker, who we saw popped off um, in week eight for Miami. Will Fuller will be coming back at some point. I actually have him on the cheat sheet as well, um, but he's not back just yet. Darnell Mooney's up there as the number one receiver in Chicago. You know, not in name, but <laughs> by result. Um, and then we have Jamal Agnew, who is one of my favorite trashy pickups of the last few weeks, if you've been paying attention. Jamal Agnew getting hella targets there in Jacksonville as kind of a safety blanket utility player um, for the Jaguars. Behind him, I have Michael Gallup of the Cowboys. You need to get him back onto your rosters. He's going to return soon. And then I have a couple New York Jets. Who would have thought Mike White taking over under center and and being fruitful? Um, so Elijah Moore, I think, is the most dynamic of the two of him and Jamison Crowder. And so have Elijah Moore a little bit ahead of him. That Brandon Ayuk there too. Um, it's because he's actually started to get some more targets there in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. And then Russell Gage, Van Jefferson, and a few others um, and the ten, up to 10% tier. But beneath that, Going up to 5%. We have the likes of the Marquez Valdez Scantlings who are returning soon. Who knows? Marquez Valdez Scantling could end up being the number two receiver there again in Green Bay um, behind Devontae Adams. Um, other players, Alamede Zacchaeus of the Falcons, he might actually start to get some run there. Um, a deep down the field player. Nick Westbrook in Tennessee. Um, with the loss of Derrick Henry, we could see the Titans move toward the passing game. And I think Nick Westbrook would be a beneficiary of that kind of move. And then down further on the list, we have the likes of like Josh Palmer of the Chargers rookie, who just caught his first touchdown this past week. And then John Ross of the Giants, who we saw start to get some more action, action with all the injuries that happened to the Giants on Monday night. So those are the wide receivers, um, kind of a motley crew, but something you can definitely work with. Let's move on to running back. <laughs> First and foremost, we have Adrian Peterson, now of the Titans. As of yesterday, Derrick Henry out for the season. It's heartbreaking. I mean, Derrick Henry was one of our favorite Golden Suns here at Roster Watch. Um, when he came into the league, we knew he was going to be the type of player that he ended up being. Um, but Adrian Peterson looks like he's going to get first crack at being the at least first two down back there for the Titans over Jeremy McNichols. McNichols also needs to be owned because it might end up being something like a timeshare, but Adrian Peterson is a higher priority right now. Right behind Adrian Peterson in the up to 25% range up. Boston Scott, who might not be as valuable as Adrian Peterson, actually probably won't be, but we saw what he did for the Eagles this past week. He looked like the most dynamic running back that they have right now, and they actually use him on the goal line. He scored two touchdowns, so I feel like Boston Scott is kind of the best of both worlds between Kenneth Gainwell and Jordan Howard, so he definitely needs to be owned. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, down in the uh, ten, up to 10% range, we have the likes of Mark Ingram now in New Orleans um, getting almost double-digit touches in his first game back there. Carlos Hyde in Jacksonville filling in for James Robinson. And then J.D. McKissick there in Washington. We don't really know what's going on there with Antonio Gibson. Seems like, well, he was designated as healthy this past week, but you know he saw just as many touches as J.D. McKissick and Jarrett Patterson, who's also on the waiver wire cheat sheet. And there we also have Derek Gore, Kansas City, who we saw get double-digit touches on Monday night against the Giants. Didn't get nearly as many looks as Daryl Williams in the passing game, but he looked like a battering ram there for the Chiefs. And I think they're going to use him quite a bit going ahead. And then I have Rex Burkett of Texans. Um, He was the most effective Texan running back um, on Sunday, um, and looks like he probably will be at least for the near future. Um, and up the five percent tier, uh, anyone of no, maybe Scotty Phillips, also of the Texans, maybe he ends up being uh, kind of a first two down back there. And then Ty Johnson of the Jets, who also had a great game along with Michael Carter. Um, it seems like Mike White has changed everything for the Jets' offense, so I'm starting to buy into more of those players. A few other players there. And the running back ranks, you can check him out on rosterwatch.com. Let's move on to the tight end. Topping up the list, we have Logan Thomas of the Washington football team coming back sooner than later, hopefully. And then Pat Fryerman of the Steelers. Eric Ebron was hurt in week eight. Um, Pat Fryerman had arguably his, first, his best game of the season that week there, too. And then with Juju Smith-Schuster being out, it just opens up a few more targets for him. And then Evan Ingram. Of the Giants, looks like he may get traded by the end of the day. I'm not sure, but even if he doesn't, um, with all the injuries that are happening to the Giants uh, receiving core, you know, Evan Ingram probably going to start getting some more targets or at least get some more targets in the next game or two, at least. If he remains a Giant, we saw that he scored on Monday night. Lower down the list, um, some of your usual streaming subjects um, or suspects, rather, Dan Arnold, Tommy Sweeney of Buffalo. But then we have Mercedes Lewis and Josiah DeGuara of the Packers. Uh, Robert Tonian tore his ACL this past weekend. So it's probably going to be a combination of these guys. Um, Mercedes Lewis, we kind of know what we have there. Don't really know what we have with Josiah DeGuara. You know, he's a young player. But, you know, they went to him um, after Tonian went out last week. So he's got some upside there. Uh, moving on to quarterbacks, um, Taysom Hill tops out my list. You know, the, they, uh, Sean Payton said he's on track 
to return. I don't know exactly what that means, but hopefully it means he's on track to return this week. Taysom Hill probably won't do much with his arm, but he has all the legs um, and he will probably won't see to running backs as much on the goal line. So I, you know how I love running backs who throw the ball and Taysom Hill is one of those. So he's high up on the list for me behind him. I have Trevor Simeon of the saints as well, just in case um, things don't quite work out for Taysom Hill uh, this week. Then I have Mike white of the jets is a revelation for New York this past weekend, made them look like a different offense entirely. Um, I think they're going to give him another crack at starting quarterback this week. I, at least I hope they do. He deserves it. Behind him, we have the likes of Tua Tagovailoa, who looks like he's turning it on a bit. Justin Fields, who looks like he's actually starting to turn a little bit of a corner. Deshaun Watson. Um, this then hopes that he gets traded by the end of the trade deadline. Um, not sure that that's going to happen, but he's on the list just in case. Um, and then moving on to defenses, um, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the top of the list, followed by the Chicago Bears and Los Angeles Chargers. Um, none of them are really high priority this week. I mean, the Raiders get the Giants, you know, on a short week for them. Um, the Bears are up against the Steelers and the Chargers face the Eagles. Um, so not bad matchups for them. And all of those teams have pretty good secondaries. Anyway, that's most of the waiver wire cheat sheet. If you want to see what else is there, you got to go to rosterwatch.com and check it out. If you like what you're hearing, if you like what you heard, leave us a comment, uh, leave us a complaint, <laughs> leave us something, um, or like us. Um, in any case, it's been the Trash Man on behalf of rosterwatch.com. Until next time, be ready. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.